Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Chatsunami. My name's Satsunami and joining me today atop the wall is none other than the one and only anime slash titan expert himself, Slade from the Video Game Club podcast. Slade, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being another person to listen to me ramble on about why everybody should be watching Attack on Titan and how great it is. Hey, I'm happy to listen. (laughs) I'm happy to expand my mind to different animes. <laughs> yeah, not, not enough people are watching Attack on Titan. That's what it is. And I'm <laughs> Attack on what now? <laughs> Attack, yeah, exactly. Attack on Titan. I'm actually quite curious because, as you said there, half jokingly, but Attack on Titan is one of those animes. Because I was going to say the whole thing of, oh, it's this anime about giants and everything. But is it safe to say that even in mainstream circles, Attack on Titan is very well known? Yes. I, I think through a lot of just social media and memes in general. There's also the fact that there's like a, um, during Attack on Titan's final season, there's a point you can note where where like people stopped watching the Super Bowl here in America because the new episode dropped. Really? Yeah, there's actually like a viewer drop for like 20 minutes. Wow, that is really surprising. The other thing, I think it's just because it's so well-written, non-anime fans can get into it, like Joey from the Game Club pod. He's not an anime person whatsoever, but he got fully invested into it. You're totally right, because anime, it's hard to explain <laughs> But <laughs> some animes, and I think one of my friends who also runs the anime side of this particular podcast with me, Green Shield 95, him and I talked about like our experiences about growing up with anime and, you know, watching anime together through university. And there's a lot of animes that you stick on that have, let's say, unfavorable tropes that you kind yes. of think. There is no way you can sit down to like your mum and dad and say, <laughs> Oh, it's this great show called Sword Art Online. You're going to love it. You would get disowned. That's all I'm saying. It's like, son, what have you been watching lately? Uh, High school DXD. (laughs) How do you you explain it, you know? Are you watching your animes again, son? It's like, oh no. (laughs) Get out, get out. Like, I can't think of any off the top of my head because there's just so many examples. But you know that way you're watching an anime and then there's just like that one fan service moment. I mean, I was one of those stupid people that watched Food Wars thinking it genuinely was going to be about (laughs) food because people joke about that they go haha people think it's about food and i'm like there's no way this can be that bad and then you watch it and you're like hmm there's a lot more fan service than i'm comfortable with here yes i i've been watching for the first time lately um kill la kill oh oh god yeah yeah and there there's so much fan service. i've had to stop watching a few times just from being uncomfortable yeah i'm like this is just this is a little too much a little too much i gotta I need a palate cleanser for a bit. (laughs) I have to admit, that's one of the reasons why I haven't watched it, because the anime studio, I can't remember off the top of my head who does it. Studio Trigger. That's the one, thank you. Because they also did a short for Star Wars Visions. Yes, yes, they did the Twins episode. Yep, that's the one. And then they did the recent cyberpunk anime, didn't uh-huh. they? Don't get me wrong, those are beautifully animated and everything. But as you said, for Kill the Kill, that's the one thing that's been putting me off. It's one of those like animes that, again, you know what you're getting into when you go into it. So I'm like, do I want to jump in? <laughs> first? I don't think so. Not yet, anyway. I'm not at that stage yet. Going back to what we were talking about <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Attack on Titan is like one of those animes 
ways that appeals to people outside of like the anime sphere of influence but i'm actually quite curious how did you get into it to begin with i'd, I'd have to go back to it's the memes because i started mm. watching it when season three had came out so i i guess i picked a good time to watch because there was plenty of content i don't know if you're aware of your audience is but there was a four-year hiatus between season one and two i picked like the perfect bench watch time and one of the problems was when i was i was traveling a good bit and i remember watching like some stuff from season three and i was on an airplane looking at it on my phone <laughs> to the pure <laughs> disgust of the person sitting next to me <laughs> You should have just like looked them in the eyes and given them your headphone. Like, don't be shy. It's just Attack on Titan. It's good though. And I had you know some friends like, yeah, just give it a shot because normally I like a lot of silly comedies. I am also a huge rom com person. There's nothing wrong with that. One of my favorites is uh, Kaguya Love Is War. Do you know I haven't watched that yet, but I've heard great things. Yeah, it is. It is so funny. And the narrator in the English dub, he sells the show. He's he's great. He's having too much fun being the narrator. But yeah, yeah, rom coms are my weak spot. So this one for me was also kind of out of left field to play, you know, the watch Duck on Time. Well, all I can say is you're amongst friends here, because one of my favourite animes is Chinibio. Have you seen that one? I have not. That one's another good one. I'll give you the details after this episode, <laughs> don't you, one? Oh, I, I got, you've already taken one of mine, so I feel like I owe you now. I'll try and find a backup in case you don't like it. I'll be like, I'm so sorry, here's another one. <laughs> It's like you're returning it to the store. Yeah. Do you find that as somebody who's a, um, as somebody who's an anime fan, mm-hmm. if somebody's like, hey, what should I be watching? You have to first of all think of who you're talking to. And then you're like, what would they actually like? Or do they have something that I don't know about that they won't like this for, if that makes sense? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. You have to kind of consider. Yeah. 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 So when somebody asks me, you know, like for anime recommendation, I usually think like, what do I know about this person? And then I toss like two or three animes out and I'm like, just pick one. You'll like one of these. But there, there's some animes that are just a very hard sell. Before we started recording, you and I were talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I don't even know where to begin to sell somebody on that other than it's fantastic and why aren't you watching it? I mean, I have to admit, I didn't start watching JoJo until the uh, lockdowns in 2020. And that was another show that people kept saying, oh, you should watch it, you should watch it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I actually had no idea what it was all about. So, you know, as soon as vampires started popping up, I was like, this is JoJo? And then, of course, (laughs) when you go from, like, season two to season three, and then it goes from Hamon to Stans, I was actually really upset. I was messaging my friend, I was like, dude, where's the Hamon? I don't don't want these silly, these silly muscle spirits. I want my breathing back. Where's my breathing? I was so so angry at that. I guess spoilers for JoJo, if you haven't watched it, you should. But for part three, one of my favorite things is when Dio's like, I can finally get rid of you, Joseph. And then he's like, all right, Hammond can't do that. It's just like, that's the last we see of it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, wait, let's put a pin in this. It's like, because you not have aimed for the head. No, they're not playing by Highlander rules. They're playing more by, you know, anime logic. So you're like, ah, oh, great. Speaking of when you were saying about how you were getting into Attack on Titan, I actually remember when I was in university, I think it was around 2014, I want to say, where it started to really pick up steam one of my flatmates this is how we bonded together weirdly enough through like anime watching full metal alchemist brotherhood hunter hunter 
or Hunter X Hunter, as I would call it, Gurren Lagan, <laughs> you know, like all the greats and everything. It was fantastic. But then he introduced me to Attack on Titan. And I'll tell you how popular it was. It was so popular that there was actually a fellow student. I had no idea who this girl was. I had no idea. But she actually walked around with the Survey Corps cape. Oh, really? Now, I always <laughs> remember, like, people who had no idea what Attack on Titan was were looking out saying, why is that girl wearing a cape? And I remember I looked out of the window and I was like, oh. And I just kept my mouth shut. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. She's wearing a cape. Whoa. On my phone, I actually have a Survey Corps case. <laughs> you see, now that's understated. Like, a yes. keyring is understated. Wearing the full cape, all I'll say is she wasn't wearing the manoeuvre gear or anything. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a bit too much running around with swords, but it was quite strange. But I remember my flatmate and I, we would watch the episodes, and it was really interesting to see it, because Attack on Titan, although I've seen my fair share of, you know, horror parts of anime and... Mm-hmm. You know, bits that are a bit brutal. The one thing that really unnerved me, and I'm kind of desensitized to it now, but the smiling titan, which is yes. very synonymous with like the end of the first episode, you just see this like titan with a permanent grin on their face, and you're like, oh, I don't like that. For as silly as the titans really look, and as goofy as they run, there's a couple times, I mean, you do get a little desensitized to it, but there's such a looming presence that they have oh no absolutely like you're like this uh this design it's silly we're all aware that it's silly but when they're over there munching down on one of your friends you're just horrified by it it actually reminds me of and this is gonna sound like a very weird like term to use but i've used it in a couple of previous episodes have you ever heard of and this is more like a homebrew kind of term have you ever heard me talk about the mike tyson effect no i have not so (laughs) this is really weird but i remember years and years ago one of my other friends and i we went to see a film called it man 3 it's Donnie Yen who plays the main character who's like this Wing Chun master and everything really great action film but in the third film for some reason like they were kind of running out of ideas I want to say but Mike Tyson decides to go to China and they both end up (laughs) fighting and you know he's like speaking very bad think either Mandarin or Cantonese, I can't remember. But, you know, he's speaking kind of goofy Mandarin or Cantonese, and he's, you know, saying, oh, let's see who's fist or the fastest. Which, you know, the whole premise is goofy, but then he's kind of, like, moving forward and, like, punching out windows and things. And it's, like, the kind of thing that looks goofy from an outsider's perspective, but if you were in that actual, you know, scenario where Mike Tyson's coming at you trying to punch your head off, you would think, huh. This is actually terrifying. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing with Titans. It's like, oh, haha, they could get away. But if it was me, like in the middle of like the Tross district or whatever, I'd be like, nah, you know what? Into the basement. <laughs> I'm staying in the basement where they cannot get me. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying in with all of Aaron's, you know, secrets and everything. All of the Jaeger family's devices and whatever they have, I'm staying in. You would have thought they would have gone round the wall. In fact, you know what, sorry, before I go on to spoiler territory, will we just dive into the main discussion? Sure. Slight warning to all those anime fans or soon-to-be anime fans who have yet to watch Attack on Titan. This episode is going to contain a lot of heavy spoilers up until really the most recent episode of the anime so it's pretty close to the end so spoilers abound and yeah we will see you right after these messages 
Welcome to Shatsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Chatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's so- Sounds like your cup of tea, then you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast apps. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. Join me, Slade, and my two co-hosts, Joey and Tim, over at the Video Game Club, where once every two weeks, we review a video game. Not too dissimilar to a book club. Podcast. You you can... You can find us at the Video Game Club on all good podcast uh, providers and some sketchy ones as well. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster. Zencaster is an all-in-one podcast production suite that gives you studio-quality audio and video without needing all the technical know-how. It records each guest locally, then uploads the crystal-clear audio and video right into the suite so you have high-quality raw materials to work with. For more information on how you can get 30% off a Zencaster professional account, please check out the code in the bio. So, Slade, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it that you like about, and again, I don't want this to sound like a kind of X-Files interrogation to be like, what is it you like about Attack on Titan? But what is it that like draws you to this anime that you think it's one that everyone should watch? I think it's just the stress of the story that's going on, and it's the endearment of the characters that you're watching, that despite all these bleak odds, they're still going for it. You know, this isn't something like watching Breaking Bad or uh, Better Call Saul, where like you kind of hate everybody and everybody sucks. But there, there's endearing people, and they're just trying to make the best of it, given the terrible situation they've been dealt. I mean, yeah, no, I totally agree with you, especially when that terrible situation is man-eating giants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of an oopsie in the bad day scale. <laughs> It's at least a 9 out of 10 on the bad day scale, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, like, <laughs> it's at least a 9 out of 10. It's like, oh, I forgot my keys, or I dropped my lunch in a puddle, look up, oh man, there's the colossal titan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god. See, in terms of spoilers for this series, like, what's your relationship with that? Because this is one of those animes that is very hard not to get spoiled with it. Oh, and I, I've said this before on Twitter and other places, um, Instagram is the worst place for spoilers i think on the internet so uh to give you an idea because i mean we're in a great anime season right now there's a lot of stuff that comes out on saturdays and i'm watching my hero academia i'm not going to spoil what happened in today's episode that came on out on the uh if you don't mind the 15th of october but i watched that episode at like 7 a.m or so my time and then you know i look at instagram like an hour later and i just see massive spoilers from that episode i'm like this thing's only been out for like two hours today why are we doing this give people time I mean, have you seen the YouTube spoilers? Yeah. Even with Disney Plus shows, because I remember, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well, so sometimes I'll, like, catch up, for example, the recent Andor series that, as of this episode, has just come out, or, you know, the Kenobi one that came out, and I 
kid you not, like the same day it came out, the same day I watch it, I go onto YouTube and then it's like, oh yeah, here's a spoiler slash cool scene from that episode. I'm like, how? They just put it in the thumbnail. They just put it in the thumbnail or just whatever. And I hate those people. It's like, character X dies? Question mark, question mark, question mark. It's like, well, obviously you've got the bloody corpse on the thumbnail. What, what am I supposed to get out of that? Oh, it frustrates me. I have to stay off YouTube. Like, I yeah. genuinely or be very careful because the way YouTube itself has started to change its recommendations, like you could look up cute puppy videos or something like that and you're like, oh, okay, the first like three or four are cute puppy videos. And then the next one is like, do you want to hear how so-and-so dies in Attack on Titan? I'm like, why would you? What? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you're just like, no, no, I do not. I do not want to know this. <laughs> It's like, thank you, but no. (laughs) This is something I was talking to you about before we came on, but for anyone who doesn't know, of course, Attack on Titan is, yeah, just basically about a bunch of people that live in, I was going to joke and say a gated community, but it's like, (laughs) it's it's the most extreme gated community. (laughs) Can I tweet that? Yep. (laughs) yeah, It's like a, a group of people who come from not, medieval Europe. Basically they have to explore outside the walls to see if there's any giants. These like huge creatures called titans and they have to either take them down or just basically protect themselves and then one day things go wrong and a big titan, bigger than any titan they've ever seen before, peers over the wall. It's basically the image that everybody thinks of when they think of Attack on Titan. They think of the colossal titan, the big muscular one without the skin that's just like the muscles underneath and of course he kicks down the door all these titans rush in and that's that basically sets up the plot that one of the children at the beginning sees his mum die he wants to kill all titans unlike luffy who wants to get the one piece or goku who wants to be the very best eden yeager's not a nice boy (laughs) he didn't have a nice upbringing no no he's a little turd of a child that's yeah basically we'll get to that don't you worry we'll get to that but yeah eventually you know he grows up and he tries to do his best and you know that's the whole premise humanity fighting against these giant cannibals essentially literal giant cannibals yeah because some of i mean what the colossal titan is 60 meters tall yeah he's slightly taller than both of us combined yeah (laughs) i I think we would need at least three trench coats to be as tall as him you know yeah, I mean, that Titan's 60 meters, and I think the armor Titan, the one who, you know, runs through the gate, he's, I think, something around 30. If I'm the, I'm going to Google that to make sure I'm right. No, go for it, because I actually can't remember. I know he's smaller. Oh, never mind. He's only 15 meters tall. Never mind. And I was right, the Colossal is 60 meters. I mean, that's, there's <laughs> a big difference. But actually, that sets me up for my next point. Going back to spoilers, when I watched this, season one and two had just come out. You know, it ended with the female Titan arc, where she basically decides to destroy your city because you know haha <laughs> and yeah she destroys the city and everything there's a big fight that's where it ended and this is when we're getting into spoiler territory by the way dear listeners so please be warned but i remember looking up Bertold, and i was like who's Bertold?" because people kept bringing them up in the show and i'm like who's Bertold?" and i looked them up <laughs> I kid you not, the first image, or rather the first wiki page was the Colossal Titan, and I was like, <laughs> are you shitting me? Colossal Titan, are you sh- actually, I, I was I was so upset that day, I was like, are you serious? I've been spoiled by fandomwikis.com. <laughs> 
That's a terrible way to be spoiled. Exactly. And season three wasn't anywhere near the horizon. So I was like, great, now I have to be a pleb and go read the manga. I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, the first two seasons are very action-packed and the yes. kind of season three, I hope I'm not pissing off a lot of people by saying this, but it's very dialogue-heavy. Well, I think season two is a little more, especially, well, beginning of season two is a little more dialogue-heavy. And I think season three kind of brings it back with the bang with the whole like humans fighting humans is one of my favorite things. Like, oh no, there's a lot more inner conflict that we haven't been shown yet. Because I think when I went from, you know, like the action-packed anime going to read the manga and there was a lot of pages where it was just like a big speech bubble <laughs> over half of the page. I'm like, huh. <laughs> huh, is this what's going to be and don't get me wrong I think season 3 does cut that down a wee bit in some places not overly so but in some places I'm like oh thank god I don't know if fans would have been happy about it going from Attack on Titan to Game of Thrones tier yeah. which don't get me wrong early Game of Thrones fairly decent but cutting the pace as it were but it's still interesting like it's still as you said was it a 4 year gap in between season 2 and 3 or 1 and 2 1 and 2 or was it Right, okay. One and two, yeah. It's absolutely, it's a crazy amount of time to wait. You know, but that's one of those things, like, I, especially with as long as animations and what all they have to animate going on, I, I'm happy to wait kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I am, absolutely. I'm happy to wait. Because, I mean, it's a bit like crunch culture and things like that, forcing the animators to break their wrists over products. The same with gaming, with programmers breaking their wrists over a flimsy keyboard just to get that quest program right. It's not something you want to encourage, but on the other hand, and again, sorry, that's my bottom mind i'm not going to justify anyone being exploited but it's no. really th there's this trend and i don't know you might be able to tell me there seems to be this trend recently where they're not releasing anime in seasons they're releasing it in parts so it depends on the anime so like my hero academia season six right now is going to take half a year to get through season six wow. no breaks they're doing an episode every saturday for oh, six wow. months really? yeah yeah but then you look through spy family right and they took a two-month break, and now they're continuing season one. Oh, yeah, of course. So so they just they took a break, and now it's going to be another 12 episodes, so a total of 24 for the first season. So you have two options. You can either watch every Saturday, or you can just wait for everything and then binge the hell out of it. I'm going to be honest. I think Netflix has just spoiled me. <laughs> the amount of shows I binge, and then there's like other shows that have a cliffhanger, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back to this. <laughs> Because I'm going to forget <laughs> it. Like, usually I go, oh, I can't wait for the next part. And unless it's something I'm really into. I remember years and years ago, because I do like a lot of language learning, I got into a Spanish show called Money Heist. I don't know if you've seen that. Okay, I have not. Again, it's not an anime, but it is pretty good. At least <laughs> the first two seasons are really good. And then from season three onwards, because it was so popular, they wanted to revive it and everything. And they had like the season three, four and five, which just weren't as good but again it was like people were waiting to see like the next part and everything yeah it was still annoying i've just binged through the first part of this show <laughs> Why, why can't there be more? Well, logistically, that's impossible. There's like, well, legitimately, <laughs> jokes aside, one of the shows you and I were talking about going back to JoJo is um, when I was moaning to you about part six of JoJo being split up and there just being like zero fanfare over it. So, like, the first part of season six, or sorry, part six, it was very well publicized and everything and was everywhere. 
and then recently they've just released I think part two of part six which not confusing at all part two of part six yeah it's just there was no fanfare and everything and they were just releasing it part by part and the reason I'm bringing this up is because and this is what really irked me about Attack on Titan Attack on Titan season four the final season isn't quite final (laughs) is it No, we're on the final season, part three. And if you've not read up in the manga, it's literally one book left. It's book 34. Oh, God. So if you've watched all of it, it's it's literally a book worth. So it's got to be just 12 episodes. I don't know how you could stretch this out longer. Well, when there's a will. (laughs) (laughs) When there's a will and an anime budget, I suppose you could. There's an oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I get why they're doing that because it's such like a widely regarded show, but it's it's just, it's more like my annoyances. It's like very first world problems, as it were. It's not like we should be holding the anime scene accountable for. It's anime. That's all I can say about that, really. <laughs> Just in, enjoy it. That's that's the big thing. As you were saying, we've been talking about how this show primarily was all about the Titans and it was all about humanity fighting them with really cool like harpoon technology. It's basically <laughs> I was gonna say it's like a steampunk Moby Dick almost. <laughs> Just get them <laughs> flying around. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that you're wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> you're <laughs> There's no wrong answers except what I say. (laughs) This is a show that, again, as I said, Attack on Titan, it's literally in the name. But then around, I want to say about season, the end of season three going on season four. In fact, no, sorry, the beginning of season three, where it becomes very much a human versus human conflict. And then they kind of build on that as soon as they start talking about what's outside of the walls and everything. And what was your opinion on that? I I really liked bringing in the human-on-human conflict into it. And then the fact that about halfway through season three, you start learning more about where the Titans actually come from and about the people who live on uh, Paradise. That, to me, was just like a mind-blowing revelation because, you know, it just shows there was a world beyond the walls. You know, this just wasn't some random little town in the middle of Eastern Europe, which is what I thought it was. But suddenly they're on an island by themselves, and then you find out that it's the uh, people outside of the island who's been sending the Titans at them this whole time. And it's like, these people didn't do anything to deserve this. Y'all have been mercilessly just attacking them for years and years and years, and then you really start hating the people outside the wall. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, it definitely comes back to bite them in the, well, the nape of the neck, as it were. <laughs> There's a lot when you're watching season four and you think, oh my god, this is brutal. Why are they so angry? And then you think back to, you know, season one and two and the first half of three, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, it was dumb foreign policy. Yeah, you're kind of, you look you look back and you're just like it's genocide but <laughs> on the other hand what they've been doing is arguably as bad i can't remember what they're called but you know the government of the other major territory uh the marlians marlians that's it thank you i have to admit and this is going to probably piss off a lot of fans but have you seen the muppets christmas carol <laughs> No, I have not. <laughs> have you not? No, there's a character in the original Christmas Carol called uh, Jacob Marley. You know, they make a joke in the Muppets one and they have a whole song where they sing, oh, it's Marley and Marley. So whenever the word Marleyan came up, I just kept thinking of those two Muppets. You're the old Muppets. <laughs> yeah. I just kept thinking of them singing that song and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't take this seriously. It's so, like beating people and being a totalitarian state and I'm like, you're named after a Charles Dickens character. Come on! (laughs) 
Come on. Rebrand. I can't take this seriously whatsoever. Yeah, I can imagine if I was in that universe getting mercilessly beat <laughs> and I'm still on the ground bleeding out going, come on! This is like how um when I first watched, it's a tweet I really regret the most that I've ever had in my life. When I was first watching the final season and the first time you meet Gobby, and she's just like, I'm perfect and everybody else is wrong. And I'm immediately I'm like, I love this character. She's great. And then two episodes later, she shoots Sasha. And I'm like, I've never hated a character more in my entire life. It is definitely one of those shows that you're on side for the heroes and the people who have been like done hard against. Oh, I want to support these characters. I want them to get justice and everything and they go about it in the weirdest way or not the weirdest but the most violent and anti-support way ever it's like oh we're going to show that we are you know part of this society within Parody Island it's like oh how are you going to do that by blowing up your leader yeah I, I beg your pardon sorry sorry step it back a bit <laughs> oh we're also going to turn people into titans it's like sorry no no dial it back a bit when did we get from we're not happy with life to it was a no strongly worded letter put in there. You know, maybe I'm too British for this, but it's <laughs> <laughs> not like a change.org petition they could have got in here. I'm just going to throw that in. Okay. You think at some point just somebody would have gone, I mean, the people of Marley have planes and the people who live on the island of Paradis, they're still using horses. At some point, you think you could show up with your flying machine, land, blow all these people's mind and be like, yeah, we have stuff like this if y'all don't chill. <laughs> That's the thing that absolutely baffles me. And I don't know if it's explained in the anime. I can't remember if they just left parody alone. Oh no, that was it. It was because of the rumbling. No, because I was going to say, like, what was stopping the Marleans from, like, just flying a Zeppelin over, dropping Reiner down? Because they, they thought the whole time that any of them could just, you know, turn into a Titan, essentially, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you gotta have anti-Titan weapons to kill them. And you saw, like, the anti-Titan rifle. I mean, that thing's lumbering and big, and you have to, like, sit there and set it up with two people just to get one good shot but it's that's why the people of parodies they figured out the whole odm gear which really confused me it's because like you could figure out this gear that'll let you zip around from building the building but we couldn't figure out a train yeah <laughs> Have they not got train tracks on like the walls at some point they do they do have train tracks but they don't have any they have to push them or use horses huh <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a joke in there about, like, train infrastructure, but at this point, <laughs> make your own jokes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, now you're thinking about it, and you're like, oh, this is more irritating. It's it's all set up for plot. That's all it is. I don't think it'd be important to really trans... Because, you know, the uh, horses were so much faster, and that it's not like they had the resources to build the things. Yeah. When you're restricted to just being inside the walls. Yeah, I suppose there would have been like an in-universe explanation for that. Like, oh, it's because the king <laughs> forget about trains. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> imagine that, okay, the king of uh, parody is just like, okay, here we go. We've made the population completely forget about Titans. Nobody knows about our history with the Titans. Do you know what we should build? Like, a couple of days later, do you know what we should build? We should build a train system. And immediately the like servant's just like, sir, what's a train? It's like, Ah oh, shit. <laughs> I can't reverse this. I mean, one of, one of my favorite bits is when they get over to Marley and they see a car for the first time and you got Hanji over there trying to feed it like a carrot. 
<laughs> oh yeah. I honestly wish we had more moments like that. If you could get a an OVA or just like a little, let's say four episode miniseries, what would you like to see the most? Oh, definitely them in the city of Marley. Or not city, but the territory. Like yeah. it would be interesting to see them interact with everything and it be more of a slice of life thing. Because one of my favourite OVAs, and this is going to sound so weird, but there's a OVA of Sasha and the rest of them in a cooking competition. Yes. Have you seen that one? That's one of my favourites. <laughs> just because there's so much misery and so much like hardship going on. And this OVA is literally about a cooking competition. It's amazing. I just love it so much. I think another good one, this would be a little more on the serious side, but I'd like to see Levi actually growing up in the underground. Because you hear about how, oh man, I'm going to be a bad Attack on Titan fan, but I can't think of the commander's name. Erwin? Erwin, thank you. That just skipped my mind and I'm now going to be shunned by the Attack on Titan community. And you call yourself a fan. (laughs) Hashtag cancel Slade. (laughs) You can tweet that with the episode. Hashtag cancel Slade. (laughs) But apparently Commander Erwin dragged him into the survey corps, like kicking and screaming. That I would like to see. I'd like to see how that happened. There is an OVA about him, isn't there? There is, but it doesn't show like, I mean, it's also the main thing about how he was growing up in the underground. I just want to know what brought him, you know, into the Survey Corps. There is like a, as you said, a brief OVA and there's kind of that small flashback stuff that you get intercut when you're talking about Kenny and everything, the guy who initially found him and raised him as a strong word. (laughs) You come to the bars and things with him. Made sure he didn't starve to death. That's about all. It shows him how to use a knife essentially which is kind of a weird jump yeah very good at using a knife to titan killer slash beyblade because he is a fast boy that levi he is a little beyblade though that's good spinny boy is how i like to describe him oh he's a massive spinny boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> especially i remember the first time i saw the it's the scene where they're trying to rescue erin like jumping back to season two where erin gets kidnapped by the female titan yeah who was it, it was the female titan no it wasn't the female titan was it oh uh-huh, yeah it was annie yeah i think it was just bear told ymir and uh yeah this yeah. is the, that was the second time this is the first time he got kidnapped <laughs> Yeah, you do need a chart to figure out how many times he gets kidnapped. <laughs> like, off the top of my head, he gets kidnapped three times, I want to say. But the first time's the female titan. Then he gets kidnapped, rightfully as you said, by Bertold and then the armor titan and Ymir. And then he gets kidnapped by... The Marlians themselves? No, it's Historia's dad, remember? Oh, that's right. Yes, he gets taken by Historia's uncle. It's his, it's her oh, uncle. his uncle, sorry. Yeah, his yeah, uncle. And then, and then the fourth time... <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. It's like a willing kidnap. Does it count as a kidnap? Is he trying to get a free coffee from this? <laughs> like, in his fifth kidnap, he gets a free, I don't know, Jaeger bomb or something. I don't know. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like he's on to something. <laughs> But yeah, going back to like that, the first kidnapping where he is trapped by the female Titan and of course Levi stops him and he does the spinny thing. I was shocked by that because I honestly didn't expect it. But you've seen people spin around in the show, but he does spin like a Beyblade and you're like, Jesus Christ, what is he eating in the morning? You think it's all the tea that he's consuming, right? It's just got it ready to go. I mean, as someone from Britain can confirm, if you have too many teas, that's what happens. (laughs) There's been many an accident at the bus stops if you have too much tea, you know. (laughs) It's a tragedy. That's the real reason I wanted to come on today to talk about that. Oh, okay. (laughs) But there's a lot of really good characters in this, though. Like, going back to the characters. They're all pretty well written, too is the other thing because you, you're going to get attached to certain ones and other ones you just won't really care too much about do you have a favorite character none that are alive no 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. You get attached to some of them. I always remember reading through when I decided to read the manga at the time between season two and three. I remember like reading certain characters and they're like, oh my God, Historia, she is going to be the new queen and everything. And I remember reading that and I was like, who the hell is Historia? <laughs> I had to go back and rewatch the series. I went, okay, fair enough. Oh no, Amir's a titan. And I was like, okay, who the hell is Amir? And then I had to go back again. I was like, oh God, so much jumping. I mean, I have to admit, the one that grew on me was uh, Jean. Oh, I love, I love Jean. I love Jean. Because initially he was very much, you know, the stereotypical, oh, look at you, I'm better than you, I'm going to be in the military police. And then, you know, he has that friendship with Marco and that's tragic. See, actually seeing how that happened, I was like, I don't care what happens. Erin, you bring on that rumbling. <laughs> they deserve it. You bring on that rumbling, my boy. You bring it on. Because I was like, you bastard, Captain Marco. Marco wouldn't have stood for this. If Marco was here, he could have talked Erin down, but no. Oh, I was so angry. See, that's the thing, though. They do like heinous shit like that, like killing Marco and things. And then they're like, but why are they attacking us? It's like, why do you think? But yes, to answer your question, yes, John. <laughs> John? Yeah, to answer my question, John. Because usually when you watch a popular anime and usually it's, oh, I like one of the main characters. Like, for example, for My Hero Academia, you have All Might, who's amazing. You have some people who like Deku, some people who like Bakugo. But in this one, you begin to like the main trio of Armin, Eren, and Mikasa. And you really start to dislike them the more the series goes on. They become either very bland or very stabby slash genocidal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like something you're going to plaster over Shonen Jump, that's all I'm saying. Like, what do you think about that? Sorry. Well, it's one of those things, and we've said this on the video game club a lot, that villains are always more interesting than heroes are. Mm -hmm. And I like watching Eren go from the hero of the story to the antagonist of the story. That's such a great, you know, if it was like a math problem, it'd be a perfect bell curve, you know? It would just... Watch it being good, good. Oh no! <laughs> it's like you know that. I can't remember what video it was, but it's like the sound where people go, "Oh, I fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucked up. Because you can see like the gradual decline of his character, and you think, "Wow, well done to the writers for that." Yes, absolutely. And, and then you can just watch like the mental well-being of everybody. Like you think about Connie taking Falco hostage, right, in the final season, and it's like this is not Connie. You're dumb, but you're not like this dumb. Chill, chill. <laughs> Connie, I think I can see the molars. <laughs> Connie, why are you closing the mouth? I can't see. <laughs> Connie, it's cold in here. <laughs> yeah, that was a brutal scene. You know what I honestly think the most brutal scene in Tag on Titan is in the final season? And it's when Armin gets shot in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I, I mean, you see it and the episode just ends and you're like, there's no way. And then like a few minutes later, Don's on you like, oh, right, he's got Titan powers, so it's fine. He's okay. Plot armor. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Did you think that he got a bit more boring when he got the Titan powers? Yeah, he definitely stopped being such a whiny baby. That's what I would say. Yeah, he went from whiny baby to just like, oh no, the Titans are attacking. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> You know, he was a crybaby, but at least that was like his brand. He turned into the Clarkson meme of just, oh no, anyways. <laughs> anyway. 
but it's like you know that I, d- I don't know much about fashion but you know that Supreme brand and where his would essentially just be Supreme and then underneath it would just say crybaby it would just be <laughs> Supreme Cry Baby. and I was like where's the I can't believe I'm asking for this but where's the whiny crybaby that we knew and loved exactly oh because he's just very passive and you know he has his outburst although I do love that moment there's a moment in the last season where he's like maybe Aaron's a good guy and he's just playing along <sighs> and then all the walls come <laughs> All the yeah. titans coming out, and you're like, no, no, no Armin, never mind. Armin, <laughs> you, you're like one of these fan theorists that is like, oh, what if he was alive the entire time? It's like, do you know what actually reminds me of? Have you ever played Modern Warfare 2 by any chance? Yes. And again, spoilers for Modern Warfare 2, the 2009 one, I should point out, because there's a, of course, a reboot coming out soon, so we're not talking about that one, but you know, Ghost. And what happens to him, he gets, like, shot in the head. Yeah, so, you know, that's another brutal scene altogether. But I remember at the time reading things online and people are like, well, maybe he survived, you know. We did see the bullet go right through, so maybe he crawled <laughs> away. And, like, all of this denial essentially going on. And that's what I thought about this. It was like Armin being like, you know, maybe he's a good guy. Yeah, Maybe those people we crushed were, like, really bad. Oh, it's like the genuine denial of what has happened because you don't want to think that what is your best friend but at the same time when your best friend is encouraging terrorists it's a pretty <laughs> big red flag it's the difference between your friend not paying you back for that lunch you got him versus <laughs> supporting like a cultish movement around them you know you're like huh. One of these things was not like the other. You know? <laughs> what we're saying here in this discussion is watch Attack on Titan. It's great. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. It's a family-friendly, no holds barred. <laughs> oh, you almost made me choke on my drink. Yep, educational. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is educational for family values. I didn't really know what to expect. See, when they talked about the whole basement thing at the start of season one, they're like, don't go in the basement. And do you know what I always thought? Why didn't they walk around like the edges of the walls and then kind of just zip down, get into the house, get underneath? Like, why did they have to go the long way through? I think it's because the, the place was so in- invested with, or infested rather, with Titans, even like the small ones, which could hide behind you know the three or four story houses so i mean you got to clear it out there's no other option yeah, i suppose i know that's kind of like complaining about like the eagles and lord of the rings like oh why did they do it because <laughs> there wouldn't be a movie in the same there wouldn't be an anime exactly but... exactly you gotta have even still i'm kind of like could they not have like just had a giant pot and like kind of slammed it together on top of the walls and people would have been like the hell is that oh yeah let's try and get up the wall here no, i totally know why they did it i guess the human condition is half the fun of watching this. Because there are some bits you kind of think, oh well, what if they did this or that? But when you look at the real world and things, you think, yeah, some people can be pretty bad. <laughs> it's like, especially <laughs> when you add monsters that can eat you and everything. And that whole scene, going, I know we're kind of jumping back and forth, but that whole scene in season four where, oh, what's his name? Eren's dad. Oh, uh, Grishin Jaeger. Grishin, that's the one. Yeah, I was trying to remember. I know it began with a G. That, that's my only defense, Your Honor. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
I remember that scene where he's been arrested, and I, I'm not going to lie, I'm not happy with the Beast Titan. Can I file for a very salty rant here? Yeah, sure. If you, if you would like to, because you mentioned to me before as well that you were not happy about the Beast Titan, and I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. In season, I think it's the beginning of season three, the Beast Titan is introduced, and honestly, see when I read that in the manga for the first time, like it wasn't spoiled for me, so I came into it completely blind, and I was like just so shocked. I was like, oh my god, and this new type of titan, he's not an abnormal, he can talk. <laughs> no, I was really like interested. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then the more the series went on, the more I grew like a severe dislike to, is it Zeke? His yes. name is? Zeke Jaeger. I was so annoyed when he sold out his family to like the military police and everything. You little dick. Which is an understatement. And I get why they did it because of all the pressures and everything. If you watch how Grishin raises uh, Zeke versus Aaron, it's like Aaron was like the redemption child. And it's so weird to see Zeke and Aaron interacting, right? By the by, he was not a good dad. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Either way. But obviously, uh, he spent more time with Aaron than he did Zeke. He probably played catch with Aaron and he didn't play catch with Zeke kind of thing. Zeke adopting, oh, I can't think of his name, but he was the original Beast Titan wielder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him adopting that like artificial fatherhood with that character. I really liked that and it made a lot of sense. I have to admit, I really did like that as well. See, when I saw that scene out of context, but it was just Zeke saying, it's them, officer. They're causing the revolution. And I thought, oh, you little shit. But obviously, as soon as you learned about his past and how Grisha was like quite, I don't want to say abusive, but maybe abusive is the right word. I think it's like emotionally abusive because he was forcing his kid into something. I mean, the kid's just a child. You shouldn't be forcing your children into doing something. I think, I think that's what it is. It's an abusive relationship. I mean, but he also did that to Aaron by making him the attack titan anyway. What were your thoughts on, see, there's, I want to say nine titans, I could be wrong on that. There is nine titans. Is it nine? Oh, thank God. Can give myself a pat <laughs> in the back for getting something right. End the episode before I mess anything up. <laughs> But yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Because I wasn't sure, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't sure how they were going to go with that. I'm I'm, I'm happy it was just like a set number, if that makes sense. Because, you know, it seemed like, oh, now somebody is the cart titan, somebody is the female titan, jaw titan, the beast titan. I'm like, all right, at some point we got to quit having specialties. So I, I like that there's a certain number on it. You know, what I mean? so basically you have three categories of a regular titan, an abnormal titan, and then one of the nine. And I think... Especially, I, I would suppose from a writer's standpoint, I'm not a writer, but I would suppose that also helps him narrow down what's what. Yeah, that's true. Which when I was on Talking Smack to also talk about this, I do like the fact that the uh, the world has rules and it abides by the rules. It's not like, oh, this is anime, so we can do what we want. No, 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 no. No, there's rules and we're going to abide by it. <laughs> Aiden, what are you doing with your last minute power? No, no, get back in your cage. Come on. <laughs> Although I have to admit, and again, jumping around slightly, but going back to like the big reveal where it turns out Eren can manipulate, I don't know Titans. if it's right to say, well, Titans as well, but I don't know if it's right to say manipulate time as well. When there's that like big showdown between Zeke and Eren and they go into like this big bubble dimension thing and they're having like a big shindig and then all of a sudden he's like, 
like, oh, by the way, let me show you. I love, I actually do love that when he's like, let me show you how abusive Grisha was and oh, how terrible my life was. And then he sees it in very different ways. That is honestly like me when I'm showing someone my favorite YouTube video <laughs> and it turns out it's not as funny as I remember it. And I'm like, no, 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 this bit's better. No, no, this bit's better. And they're just like, listen, you gotta stop. I not only really like the uh, time manipulation where it's just Aaron and Zeke walking around, but I also like the fact that it's just, it's in the books. Uh, it's just and in the anime i don't i don't know if anybody's ever pointed that out to you so like if you look at like the first season that's animated there's a character that is the older Aaron design standing in the background the whole time really yeah yeah and not in every shot mind you i can i'll send you some screenshots of where he is and then in the manga you know okay so you remember in the season one right when grishin is like if you're a good boy today i'll show you what's in the basement he's holding the key and you notice he's not looking at Aaron he's looking off in the distance oh I've heard that yeah in the manga he's looking at older Aaron I'm gonna toss this in our chat we got here just so you can take a look at it and you get a live reaction everybody look at this see this is the content you come for <laughs> yeah it's it's a all audio podcast with visual representation <laughs> hot damn wow that is adult Aaron wow obviously from two different studios he looks different because you have to remember you have Mappa did the final season I'm trying to remember who did the first three seasons uh, studio wit I did notice that right enough from season one to three I want to say it does seem pretty consistent and then yeah season four although it's still amazingly animated you're like something very <laughs> different here yeah they gave it to Mappa, who's also known for doing Jujutsu Kaisen and now Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay. So they it got handed off to another studio because Mappa Studios is where I've often seen that they're a terrible place to work for, but they don't censor things and they're fine to be as brutal as they need to be kind of thing. Before like, I decided to sit down and binge season three and four, I saw screenshots of, and her name is like escaping me right now, but she you know the female Marlian that looks like Armin. She's like blonde and she works with the parody like to get them to ironically enough build railroads oh uh god i got a photo of her over the bathroom in my office yeah that's the one i know who you're talking about yeah but i remember seeing her face and everything and i thought why is armin making that face (laughs) i genuinely thought for the longest time that was armin yelena yelena oh yeah that's the one yes i thought it was armin as well looking down because i saw the meme before i'd seen the episode yeah what what is this? Why is Armin making this face? I have an image of that, just that angry face. Uh, it's at my office in the bathroom for our technicians. It's on the wall across from the toilet, so like, if somebody's sitting there taking a poop, it's just staring at them. The rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a slightly controversial question, but what are the things you don't like about this series? Oh! Like, I mean, it is a good series. I'm not going to say, oh, it's terrible, but what are the things that you would say, oh, I don't know about that? I think it leaves some things just too open-ended, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I've, I've watched it twice all the way through, because I, I watched where the, the final season part two is, and I'm like, all right, it was like a month or two later, I'm like, I'm just going to binge the whole thing. And there's a lot of foreshadowing you see, but there's like a lot of unanswered questions that just aren't there it's like how uh the guy who writes for jojo's bizarre adventure just forgets characters occasionally uh, yeah. to give you an idea we've talked about marco a lot marco's not mentioned that much in the first season I'd, I'd like to know a bit more about him and why everybody loved him yeah that is true like he kind of appears in the i think in the training arc maybe but that's about it uh-huh yeah absolutely so i'd i'd, I'd like to see some more about him would be a good call 
So what you're saying is you want a Marco OVA, but it's like <laughs> ten parts long. No, sorry, nine parts long, and then part two is coming in 2025. Okay, got you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just characters like that I wish got a little more attention. They don't need like an entire episode, just explain why everybody loved them so much kind of thing. Yeah, which is kind of ironic. That's something this show really does quite a lot. You know, they have the exposition out every single title hole, as it were. <laughs> oh yeah, do you want to watch like what happens to heroes next well forget that you're gonna watch a 10 minute episode about i don't know how historia doesn't like strawberries and it's like why do i want to know why she doesn't like strawberries i was like oh you're gonna watch it and you're gonna enjoy the meaty lore well i guess i'm watching 10 minutes about bloody strawberries and then it's like they show it again in an episode later on it's like i know she likes strawberries by the way for legal reasons this is a joke there's no episode like that but no i get i get what you mean i get what you mean there there's some stuff i think is a little bit of wasted time it's so story heavy anyway yeah that i think it's fine oh yeah it's a minor nitpick i will admit but at the same time it's like i just wish sometimes they could have used their and again maybe this is more because they're adapting the manga so it's not really an anime problem but there's a whole episode in season four in the final season i think it's part two yeah the final season part two they don't even play the intro and they don't play the outro and it's just the characters having an exposition dump for uh 20 something minutes you know they're all sitting around the campfire and they're just talking about what's going on the intro is not played the outro isn't played they just put the credits up while everybody's talking see sometimes some of those episodes are really well done because it shows that attack on titan doesn't have to be this mindless oh let's kill all the titans which i have to admit like the first two seasons are marketed as that it's like Uh humanity versus you know titans don't get me wrong the bulk of it is like humanity trying to deal with titans but if you take the series you know at face value for that you're not really getting the full experience if that makes sense yes no it does make sense yeah it's like you're not getting the as i said the political intrigue you're not getting why is there a hairy titan (laughs) i mean the only other thing that and i don't know if this is kind of brought up in the final part of both the manga and the anime but someone was thinking there just as we were talking about the core nine titans you know how Eren eats the warhammer titan yes which don't get me wrong the warhammer titan although she looks cool was so overhyped yeah because they're like oh look it's the warhammer titan and then two seconds later she's dead and you're like oh because everybody kept saying oh the warhammer titan look i'm doing a cosplay of the warhammer titan she's so cool yeah Eren's like Oh, pull the plug out the ground. Easy. <laughs> like a Lion King moment. Like, come on, Warhammer Titan, wake up. But like, they didn't inherit her powers. So does that mean that someone could eat all of those Titans and get all of the powers? I think that would make you into Ymir herself if you did eat all of them. Yeah, because she's got everybody. So I'm just imagining like Eren eating a couple of them. And it's just, it looks normal, but he's got the cart Titan's head. It's just, it's like that classic cartoon, you know, it's the pig there, but it's a cart Titan with like an apple in her mouth. And yeah. <laughs> Roasted up all nicely with the little uh, things all over the feet and wee bit of salt and pepper, you know. Yeah. Ah, oh, he's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> What would your selling point be for this show? What would you say to people to get them into this show? Because I know we've established at the very beginning of this episode that it is like anime as a whole was very hard to get into. So it's a hard it's a hard sell. But what I what I think it genuinely does is show the human condition in its worst setting. 
if that makes sense. Plus, this has a very, for as many episodes as there are, this has a very small time commitment of get to episode six. If you're, if when you're at episode six and you don't want to continue, I think you gave it a shot. That's fine to bow out there. But if you go through that cliffhanger at episode six, you're going to want to keep watching. I, I really think that's it. You've convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> it also has a great English dub that nobody ever talks. I mean, they did a tremendous job in the English dub. Oh, absolutely. And I think I think that's a big bar to entry for a lot of people who don't normally watch anime. You know, they don't want to sit there and read subtitles for 30 minutes. No, you're totally right. Because I have to admit, when I started watching anime many moons ago, it's something that when I started watching anime, it was something I never really thought of with people not wanting to watch anime because of the subtitles but you're completely right especially the english dub for this is absolutely phenomenal it's definitely up there and you could easily watch it without thinking oh am i missing out on the performance of the original you you can obviously still go back and watch it in japanese if you want but you're not gonna lose out on the emotion and everything no they they do a tremendous job in the english dub but i'm I'm also a firm believer in weebulations 316 which is dubbed or subbed please enjoy anime yes I'll, i'll need to get a copy of that book <laughs> <laughs> i'm not somebody who gatekeeps for you know which one you like to watch to be honest because i've read all the chainsaw man but where i'm watching it currently i'm looking forward to uh the english dub just so i can appreciate the animation without having to look down at subtitles constantly as i said my hero academia season six is out and the first uh dubbed episode's out today so i'm gonna watch it even though i've already seen this episode but now i can just sit there and focus on the animation and enjoy that and especially for uh, as you were saying before especially for an anime that is very heavy in narrative themes and things because i'm going to be honest a lot of animes and i think it's a little better nowadays because i remember growing up the only real prevalent animes were like your pokemon dragon ball one piece those kind of ones set for kids nowadays there's just such a plethora of different animes with different themes you've got your own columns you've got your action ones and especially for attack on titan as you said it's definitely an interesting exploration into these themes of the human condition how far someone's willing to be pushed it's not solely about titans eating other titans and humanity there's so much more to go into and i I think those first six episodes are the selling point and then once you're past that you're gonna understand why it's great that is one argument i usually hate when somebody says oh you'll love it when you get to season five and you're like i I beg your pardon season what yeah yeah oh as much as i love breaking bad i know the first season sucks and you're just kind of like now you gotta get through it oh yeah no there's been loads of shows i have to admit where i've done that and i've said oh this is absolutely terrible why am i watching this and then you persevere and you think well actually it's picking up and then it gets better and better and you just get hooked on it yep especially in this day and age where a lot of streaming shows whether it be netflix disney plus or amazon even they're 40 to 50 minute episodes i mean honestly they're all starting to turn into k-dramas but they're all like (laughs) mini movies in themselves because i have to say see if you ever get into k-dramas that is a commitment in itself 45 to 50 minute episodes minimum that's the thing though with attack on titan these are about 20 something minutes yeah they're very short yeah between like 20 to 25 minutes which is very nice in this day and age that they're relatively bite-sized you know you can blaze through a couple of episodes or you can kind of get a gist for the season for different aspects of it and yeah no it's definitely one of those animes i don't think people will regret unless you're very averse to violence in which 
case, why would you watch this show in the first place? Yeah, right. Yeah, I would be very concerned if someone who didn't like violence and gold and things and was like, oh, I just finished, you know, the latest episode of Love is War. Let's watch <laughs> this. And it's like, no little anime boy, don't go in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like that meme of, there's my boy. And you just hear, father, help. As <laughs> he's getting dragged away by a titan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Look, just watch Attack on Titan. Again, I think the next big thing is Chainsaw Man, but everybody's talking about that right now. And I've literally got every single copy sitting on the shelf to my right. It's really good. Because I remember you had put up a tweet about it, and I think you sent me a message saying, oh yeah, you should really watch it. And I did. I watched the first episodes before we came on. Oh, not before we came on, but a couple of days ago, and I thought... Oh, actually pretty decent. But why is a chainsaw man not a chainsaw man? He's a chainsaw dog. <laughs> well, he turns he turns in the chainsaw oh, man. No, though, I know he, eventually, yeah, but it's like at the very beginning you see like this guy walking around with this dog that like doubles as a chainsaw, which I remember when I was watching it, I looked at my dog and I was just like, Don't you dare turn into a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad enough chewing up everything. We don't need you turning <laughs> into a chainsaw. I mean, between that and Spy Family or Spy X Family, I never know if you're supposed to say the X's. I think it's just Spy Family. For the longest time, I called Hunter Hunter, Hunter X Hunter. I still do. If somebody said, no, it's just Hunter Hunter, I was like, you mean Hunter X Hunter? I would just say it the other way to irritate them. But I mean, again, going back to the themes of this anime, considering there's a lot of very heavy story-driven elements and things, there's a lot of twists as well. There are a lot of twists. Yeah, which again is really surprising because they don't really feel forced for the most part. Like, you know when you get a twist in an anime or any show and you think, really? Is this where you're going with the story? But here, I don't want to say it feels earned, but do you feel that way for the most part? Um, no, not really. On a rewatch, though, the twists are very obvious. You're not going to notice them as much the first time you watch it, but if you do a rewatch, you're going to be like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Yeah, I mean, that's really how it is. You're, you're going to go, I'm stupid. Stupid, stupid. Yeah, that's that's going to be you on the rewatch. You're going to be very annoyed with yourself for not picking up on things. There's like a, there's a whole bit where... um. You, you remember the scene in the tower in season two where the Titans are coming up on him? There's a there's a small like glimpse where a couple of people are talking and you look at Beartold in the back ready to bite his hand to turn into a Titan. Really? Yeah. And you wouldn't you, you would not notice that except for on the rewatch and you see him. I mean, his mouth is agape and his hand is in it like ready to go. Maybe he's just nervous. <laughs> you just don't think about it until you're on that rewatch and you're just kind of like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> I have to say it is so refreshing to see an anime that they've planned out everything. Yeah, it's also, I mean, in season one, there's a bit where Jean and uh, Aaron get into that fist fight, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at Aaron later, he's got like the Titan steam coming off of his head. Oh, okay. And you don't think about that. You're just like, oh, that's just the anime showing that he's hurt. But, you know, in the rewatch, you're kind of like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just immediately annoyed with yourself. Like, how did I not notice this? It's like when you rewatch it, you can launch a YouTube career of, you know, those people that have the thumbnails where it's a circle <laughs> around something just completely irrelevant and then it's the arrows pointing and it's like, what do they mean by this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could have that as an entire career. Oh, yeah. So what is your favourite intro? Oh, that is a good question. I have to go for the classic, the... 
Da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, that that is the quintessential theme. The other ones are really good, I will admit, and the outro to, I think it's season three, that actually really grew on me. Not because it's like a catchy one that I'm going to, you know, re-listen to on Spotify, but it's like, you know, the ending where it shows you, I think it's like the little girl giving the Titan like a gift or something. Yes. And then it shows you like the pictures of like human history of people fighting against the titans and things i don't know why because it really unnerved me watching that kingdom music beside it so i thought that was like a really cool one but again it's not the (laughs) i think that's that is just like whenever you think of attack on titan that is the song you think yeah for me it's uh season three's intro red swan which is like that beautiful piano intro oh yeah Everybody just kind of swinging through the title credits. Oh, that that one's my favorite. What I will say though is the soundtrack for this is absolutely incredible. There's not really many songs in it or kind of background music that I would say, oh, that's rubbish or oh, it doesn't really hit the same notes. Like it's absolutely perfect. Even the action music, it really yeah. pumps you up for, oh God, what's going to happen or oh, it's <laughs> going to be a cool action scene. It adds to the stress sometimes where you're just kind of like, oh, somebody's going to die. Someone's gonna die someone's gonna die. <laughs> it's like i don't know the name for it but you're the one that's like do do you know and it's like the choir singing in the yes. background and everybody like has the shocked anime face and you're like oh shit is going down <laughs> <laughs> things aren't gonna go well for these guys yes. i think you hear that music or it's something similar when you encounter the beast titan for the first time yes <laughs> it's the guy like oh it's okay my horse is coming and then he grabs the horse and that plays and he's like oh shit and I'm like oh shit no <laughs> he grabs the horse and then he's like just pulling the gear off of him he's like oh this is how you get around and the guy's just, he's just speechless I'm like yeah you expect him to have a conversation with you what <laughs> I mean they call him the beast titan they may as well be called the yeet titan <laughs> Wait, what? what is his power <laughs> It's like he just throws shit really fast, and the rest of the time he's getting his face blown off. He's so good at baseball, though. Oh, Jesus. I forgot that's the reason why. He's yeah, so that's, good. That's a, I was wondering why he was so good at throwing rocks until later on. I'm like, oh, that's how he got good at doing that. Yeah, I can't remember what season that is, but when he says something like batter up or something or game yeah. on, and I'm like, wait a minute, how would he know what baseball was? Yeah, and then it's like, oh, yeah, turns out there's a whole civilization. That's also, I think, one of the most interesting things is that you start to think when you meet the beast titan especially you start to think like well where did where did they come from you're like who's sending them is there somebody living outside the walls and obviously they are but they're an ocean away as well (laughs) but then that implies that marley has like a baseball team they probably do they had to learn i mean he's wearing a literal baseball mitt yeah so so that implies there's baseball and attack on titan well in the defense of the author i mean japan next to you know it's like america's like the most played sport is Uh baseball and then Japan is actually the second most played sport. So, I mean, they're big in the baseball over there. Oh, no. No, I totally get, you know, the cultural impact of it. But it's just, it's kind yeah. of funny to think that in a world where they're scooting in the omnidirectional gear and there's always tightened <laughs> during, like, the rumbling or something, there's this baseball team being like, oh, man, does that mean their game's cancelled? <laughs> we were about to take, like, the Marley Championship title. It really is the MLB, the Marley and Baseball League, right? Exactly. <laughs> in fact, do you know, I've changed my answer about the OVA that's what I want to see (laughs) a small league underdog 
Marley and baseball team wanting to, you know, rise to the top. Think like Mighty Ducks, but with more Titans. Yeah, Mighty Ducks, but the Titan abilities. Mighty Titans, <laughs> yeah. Then again, Titans would be terrible in baseball. That'd be another good OVA series, though, now that I'm thinking about it. You know, they talk about the war that was like 2,000 years ago. Yeah, that would be cool. Give me like five episodes of that, you know? Let's see what happens. I hate when, well, not hate, that's a strong word, but I dislike when series have like such a rich lore. They tease it and they show you and then they're like, ah, ah, ah. if you want to read more about it, you have to go into fandom.com. And I'm like, yep. you son of a... No, all I want to do is learn about your lore and it would be really cool if there was like a companion piece and it's like, here's like a Attack on Titan themed napkin that someone got in a Japanese restaurant and it's the only like source you're ever going to get this on. Just let it explain it. Just let it explain it. Yeah. And again, it's just for legal reasons, it's a joke. I don't want to make fandom.com users think I hate them. I really don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm jesting, but at the same time, yeah, it would be nice to see that in the actual anime. But again, going back to what I was saying before, you can't really, like, we are not Eren Yeager. You can't really go back in time and change that. It's a minor thing, though, but I, I do agree with you. It does feel as if it would be something quite nice to see in the show. Is this going to be the, the longest episode of Chat Tsunami where we, we talked about uh, Attack on Titan for an hour and a half? Oh no, trust me, there's longer. <laughs> there's longer where we talk about even more horrendous things, so don't you worry. <laughs> oh goodness. Here's my next question for you. We're going to skew off of uh, Attack on Titan for a bit. For anime-wise, what are you currently watching? I would say Spy Family. It was the recent one that I got into, and it's probably the only reason I've got a Crunchyroll account. Oh, I'm, I'm going to send you a bunch of anime then. Oh, please do. <laughs> I'll help you justify that account. I'll, I'll give you a hand. Thank you. I used to be into anime in university. As I said, I had my very good friend and co-host of the anime side of this podcast, Green Show 95. Him and I used to watch so much anime, and we watched all the big hitters, as I said, FMA Brotherhood, Gurren Lagann, Hunter Hunter, those kind of shows. And, of course, Attack on Titan was the other one. But then after uni, I kind of fell off. Like, I tried getting into other shows, and don't get me wrong, I do love Slice of Life ones a lot more. I think the last one I saw was probably The Disastrous Life of Psyche K, which I have to admit, I absolutely love. I don't know what it is about those kind of animes. You are like One Punch Man, where it's like the overpowered hero, but he's just completely apathetic to the rest of the world. Like, I feel as if if all animes were like that, it would be very annoying but when you get one anime that hits the kind of sweet spot then it's good but I don't know I tried and this is probably going to sound bad but I tried watching Japan Sinks okay did you ever see that one no I haven't it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> As the title suggests, Japan Sinks, it's not very good. <laughs> to be fair, it's pretty miserable, but at a certain point, it just goes from being like quite realistic to, eh, nah, didn't like. I watched the whole thing, but I was just like, nah, I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, sorry, to answer your question in the most long-winded way possible. <laughs> Spy Family, Chainsaw Man, of course. That's the other one I need to get into. So far, that's it. I'm going to need to look through my list. Like, what about yourself, though? Other than, of course, Chainsaw Man, what else are you into? Just Chainsaw Man's the big one the current releases is my hero academia oh yes mm -hmm. spy family it's new 
or season one continued on, it's been really fun. And the other one, which is my slice of life for the season, is uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, which is, I was on uh, Talking Smack. We sent Josh through a waifu gauntlet of nothing but fan service and <laughs> no action and no murder. Try to push his buttons a bit, which I think we did in the end. I, I had a lot of fun pushing his buttons. He's an easy person to do that to. I love you, Josh, but... <laughs> I have to say my usual co-host Adam, he's not much of an anime watcher, so whenever we do like an episode on anime, usually we bring our other friend in to, you know, have like an opinion of two people who relatively know what they're talking about with anime. I say that very loosely, but coming from the guy who called Attack on Titan a gated community, (laughs) you know... We were doing a series where we were showing them the first episode of an anime versus the last episode of an anime. Would totally recommend that, by the way. It is hilarious. We got them to watch the first Beyblade episode versus the last episode. (laughs) It is wild. You go from like these street kids going, oh, I'm going to be the best Beyblade or oh, let's have street fights to like literal dimension hopping, talking (laughs) dragons and things. It's like, this is insane. I would wholeheartedly recommend if anyone hasn't listened to it, please do, because I cannot give it justice in these. Sounds like a great time. Oh, honestly, I would wholeheartedly recommend that game. It is absolutely fantastic, especially for someone who, as I said, Adam doesn't watch as much. Like he has done ever since I unfortunately asked him to watch more anime for the show. But yeah, it's interesting to hear somebody's perspectives from outside of being an anime fan. Out of curiosity, see your co-hosts on the Video Game Club podcast, are they as into anime as you are or so me and tim are the problem with tim and why he's a bad anime fan <laughs> is that he watches one show at a time he's watching one piece oh jesus there was <laughs> <laughs> just a pause there. there's no justification you just go as one piece and everybody knows everyone's like oh i see why <laughs> you know that gif of like everybody face palming at one time yeah that's that would basically be it that's that's why Tim's about it. like One Piece for me is the I'm making dinner I'll watch an episode while I'm cooking kind of yeah. thing that's what One Piece is for me and that's why I'm only on episode like 30 <laughs> it's got a thousand episodes it's not going anywhere I can take my time it's still going I'm not worried about being caught up and if somebody spoils something for me in episode 769 I'll forget by the time I'm there <laughs> As I said, my friend who likes anime, I remember at uni one time uh, went into his room and he was like, oh, I'm just watching One Piece because he's like a big One Piece fan as well. I was like, oh, cool, I'll have a watch. And, you know, all I know about One Piece is it's got pirates and they're looking for the One Piece. That's about my knowledge. And there's a guy who eats swords, or not eats swords, but, you know, uses his mouth for swords, Zoro. I'm being facetious, but I do know a little bit about One Piece. I just want to point that out. Yeah, there was like one episode you put on and he's like, oh, this is the recent one and they're like on an island where there's all these toy people and they're having like a big tournament and Luffy's in disguise and I'm like what the hell is going on here <laughs> I have no idea what is happening here I got no context no reference no point. just like people are beating up on Luffy he's beating up on them I'm like I'm out honestly between that and the other one which is quite a controversial opinion I have not watched Naruto I haven't watched Naruto well I say that um for the Americans back when Toonami was a thing on Adult Swim. 
which was like a TV channel when I was in elementary and high school. I used to catch random episodes, but I don't count it because I never saw anything in order. Yeah, they just showed anime episodes with no real like order of operations or, you know, they didn't show things in order. I'm trying to think of Toonami. Toonami was definitely a thing here, but I can't remember if it was a separate channel or if it was part of Cartoon Network. So it was a part of Cartoon Network, but it showed up at like 10 o'clock at night here. Oh, okay. So it was during the middle of Adult Swim. They just had like anime for four hours and they showed like Naruto, Inuyasha, well, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was shown on it. Yeah, they, that's all they did. Obviously, they would nowadays, but I can't imagine back in the day if JoJo was like an anime back yeah. in the same time as like Dragon Ball being. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that was the only way, you could, or you'd have to go to like YouTube and watch three minute episodes at a time. <laughs> And hope that the playlist was in the right order. Now, here's a question for you, though. Do you think that Attack on Titan would have been as popular here if it was brought out a decade earlier? No. Really? No, no. It's the same as, like, well, I thoroughly think that Nintendo is the reason why you have the big anime boom of the 90s. I think Attack on Titan would have been too soon then. As good as it is, I think it would have been too soon. It's sitting in a sweet spot right now where anime is very open and everybody loves, you know, Everybody loves it and watches it and nobody hides that they watch anime. And I think back in the 90s, early 2000s, you were associated with the weird kid who growled in the lunch line. (laughs) You're not wrong, but yeah. I'm just being honest about it. Yeah. I don't actually remember many people in school liking anime or they liked anime, but they weren't very forthcoming about it. Well, that's why. That was why. So I think now that we're out of that, I mean, it's the perfect time for it. You know, it's basically like what D&D is nowadays, thanks to Stranger Things, Critical Role, those kind of shows. I'm not not saying this like as if, oh, they should bring back bullying, but it's like the fact that people got bullied back then for liking those kind of things. (laughs) It's true, though. It's like... Well, again, the reason they got bullied was they were growling at everybody else on the lunch line, or they were sitting there doing the uh, Naruto fingers at people. Oh, God, or running like Naruto, yeah. Yeah, or they unironically had, like, the Death Note notebook, and were like, I'm writing your name in this. And it's like, well, this is why you're getting bullied at lunch. (laughs) (laughs) You would be amazing on, like, a TED Talk for kids. (laughs) This is why you're getting bullied. Number one, you carry a Death Note notebook. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Again, at the time of me being in university, I wanted to join other clubs and things. I wanted to make new friends, as it were. And I was like watching a lot more anime at the time. So I thought, oh, maybe I should join the anime club. Now, obviously, you wouldn't get this from me nowadays. But back then, I was a very shy and introverted person. Still am to an <laughs> right. extent. But I found it quite difficult. I was like, should I go over to them and say hello and say, oh, I want to be part of your club or not? And I is like this this is like one of these i shouldn't have survived stories you know you see like in these true crime podcasts where i turned around and i went to go up to talk to them and one of the guys put on like a pair of anime bunny ears and i was like no <laughs> it's like no this is this is a step too far <laughs> no, it's okay. this is why they get bullied yeah <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being yourself, but there's also a like a time and a place for things. You know, it's like the kid who was getting, you know, into a fight with the bully at school and he decided to try to power up like Goku. That doesn't it, do- it doesn't work. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. I find it kind of ironic that a show about martial arts and, you know, training to be better. And that's the bit they focused on. <laughs> I feel like they could- <laughs> you could have trained maybe son son, what did you learn today at martial arts and they just start going "Ah!" (laughs) 
You just scream at your parents for 23 minutes and you're like, well, that's it. But you have to tune in next week and then we'll fix <laughs> <laughs> I say this about every fandom, though. It's it, The reason why a lot of people hate you is just because you're taking yourself too seriously. It's not real. At the end of the day, it's not real life. Don't be so serious about it, you know? And I, I, that, to me, is the problem 95% of the time in most fandoms, is that they're taking themselves too seriously, and then they get offended when somebody doesn't agree. So, you know, if, if you just remembered that it's, at the end of the day, it's not real life. If something happens to it, your life actually doesn't change. Just let it be. Would you say the Attack on Titan fan base are defensive? there is like that half a stereotype and half like a nugget of truth there where especially for My Hero Academia fans there's been that claim that they're quite abrasive and very defensive about the characters and you know all of that but would you say Attack on Titan fans are like up there or? I don't think they're that up there I think that kind of like Dragon Ball fans and One Piece fans and naruto fans they hold their animes like oh this is the best one ever and this is the only one you should be watching you know and i hate that attitude i can't say that i think that's what makes them insufferable now for the my hero academia fan base for them it's all the shippers uh, yeah. to me that's what oh, oh man if you browse like hashtag my hero academia on instagram for a bit all it is is like bakugo wanting to plow deku and it's like didn't didn't bakugo tell deku to kill himself i mean a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> I don't see this as that kind of relationship. <laughs> Y'all are very much imposing on the character. It's not a very healthy relationship, is it? No. No, that they have? No. No, it's not. <laughs> that, to me, is what makes them insufferable. It's just kind of like, look, y'all gotta stop taking things so seriously and you also need to remember that when, if you're a fan and you make, like, a fan theory or you know, whatever, it's not canon. It doesn't actually count. Do enjoy what you make. And if somebody doesn't like it, like me, you know, if I sit here and say, oh, that's kind of shit, well, that's just my opinion, man. I mean, I have to say that is something I always, like, emphasize whenever I talk about, like, a show or, you know, a video game. Because see, unless it's, like, utterly irredeemable, like, for example, Birdemic, well, Birdemic does have the humor aspect of it, so I was like, you right. have that. But, you know, when you talk about, like, a film or a game that's, like, just so bad that it's got no redeeming qualities, no fan base, but if you're talking about something, again, like Attack on Titan or... Yeah, people get so touchy about what they're fans of, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people get very, because they, they think that you criticizing it is you criticizing them. I think that's the issue. Because, I mean, that's happened to one of my friends saying, I can't remember what it was about. It was about Sword Art Online anyway, and he basically made a tweet, or rather they replied to a tweet about it, which was mistake number one, don't get me wrong. But then <laughs> all the fans were like, oh, you didn't understand this, you didn't. And I remember reading through it, and what he said it wasn't wrong like it was just an opinion and there was like a lot of points to because i think he was talking about basically the fan service and certain very horrible elements of it not getting taken as seriously as it should be yeah because of that like a lot of people got as you said very defensive very touchy about it and if you want to like and i'm just saying that in a general sense like if people want to like a certain show or you know they want to as i was saying at the beginning they want to wear a cape from that favorite show and walk around university by all 
don't mean to go for it. Yeah, more more power to you. Like, love what you love kind of thing. Because, I mean, I know I joked earlier there about the guy putting on the anime rabbit ears, and I was saying that's not for me, but that doesn't mean that... It's not for him. Yeah, that he shouldn't do that. I'll tell you one quick thing. The only thing that I did draw the line at was, I didn't join that club at uni, but I joined another club where I actually got to see a grown-ass student jump over lecture desks, and the reason he did that, he, he like jumped across and practically Naruto ran across it because someone tried to turn off the Power Rangers theme from the stereo. Yeah, that's that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. That's like the kind of balance you have to have here. I think that's the thing a lot of people who get too deep into a fandom kind of forget, you know what I mean? Like, at some point you gotta remember where is too much and keep yourself grounded in reality. I think that's a hard conversation to have because so many people do take things too seriously and they think it's a personal attack against them, but... A titanic attack, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for me coming in here like a colossal, but... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't act like an armored titan, come on, yeah, there, there is a time and a place for it all. There's a time and a place for every, you know, it's like some people just wear their cosplay in public, right? Which is fine, because I like to appreciate good cosplay, but at the same time, there's not a convention in town. If somebody makes fun of you, you just got to be kind of prepared for that. It's a, it's a time and a place kind of thing. At the end of the day, there are like very horrible people out there. I mean, I've even listened to podcasts out there where it's one thing, again, it's one thing to criticize something that you don't like and everything. And of course, we've right. just got through like praising this show, but there's a lot of like shows out there, and I don't know if it's just because it's influenced, and this could be a whole episode in itself, but they're influenced by you know a lot of content creators who back in the day their only real gimmick wasn't like analysis it was just swearing a lot and just saying this is terrible so they think that the way they should get popular is by replicating that whether it be for anime video games films that kind of thing and they're not really offering anything constructive they're just saying this is terrible and you should feel bad for being a fan of this that's the people i don't like that's the bully you don't want to be that person but you want to be the it's a weird balance if that makes sense I don't want to word this wrong and then the actual hashtag cancel Slade comes out. And... <laughs> I've got my thumb on the same button. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm, no, I'm looking. <laughs> there's no real good way to put it, but I think we've said it the best we could here is that just keep in mind there's a time and a place for everything. And whatever you're in a fandom of at the end of the day, don't take it too seriously. It's like one of my favorite game franchises is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I wouldn't touch that fandom over there with like a 39-foot pole because of the way they are. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like I'm interested to see what the latest theory is and how things are going and who they think the you know, the new killer is or how the timeline is. But after I look at that, I go, okay, see you later. I'll see you in like, you know, <laughs> I'll see you in a couple months when somebody figures it out. <laughs> when the next map part theory drops, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right, cool. See ya. <laughs> I was talking about this in Talking Smack with the uh, wife who got what we put Josh through. I mean, him and Lewis didn't even know for Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. There was like a whole cancel this anime thing because, you know, it's a trope in anime. They just give the women big boobs. And there was a whole cancel this has this bad female representation. I'm like, have you gotten to know this character? Do you just look at her and decide she's bad? Like, I mean, going back to what you were saying about Five Nights at Freddy's, as someone who's a fan of Sonic games, I 110% <laughs> agree 
<laughs> with getting the barge pole out and being like, you can interact, but please, if you're going to be weird, please just stay over there. So this isn't the Sonichu episode? You don't want to talk about Chris Chan? Oh no, I've had, a, <laughs> I've had a whole month of that. They've got a 60, oh, I don't even know how many parts that is now. Oh, it's, 60, it's like 60, I've watched all of them. Oh yeah, I, I haven't. You could have invited me on for that. I could I could go on the Chris Chan lore for days. <laughs> I'm here. Honest to God, that's like the closest I'll ever get to like a true crime episode on this show. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about it's just like the noir detective music. Slade walked into my office one day and he said he had a job for me. I said, I just handed you a laptop and it said 60 something episodes. I'm like, you just got to look. Son of a bitch, I'm in. What's the easier sell to get somebody to watch the Chris Chan documentary or anime? Oh, I thought you were going to say Attack on Titan. You threw the curveball there. I did. Like the Beast Titan, you threw the curveball ball there <laughs> oh that is a good question because the whole christian thing is like a very interesting psychological study and everything so yeah into that it's absolutely fascinating in that regard but in terms of all the fan service and anime i'm gonna go with anime but very reluctantly <laughs> Because I know at least for anime, there's something for everyone. Yes, Christian is not. Yeah, it's not family-friendly content. It's not family-friendly content. No, not at all. But speaking of family-friendly content, that might be a good place to stop the episode. I know before it becomes a 10-hour episode next time. Yeah, exactly. We go on to a full rant. Oh, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Before we do end, I have one question for you. Do tell. Because, well, with you being Scottish, there's three words strung together that I've heard that Scottish people can't say. Is this purple burglar alarm? Ah, there it is. (laughs) Now, I will say, the first time I heard that or saw that video, you know Rocky (laughs) has his montages? That was me, like, looking in the mirror, like, every day. With like hearts and fire playing in the background, going purple burglar. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you're focusing on what you were saying yeah. when you said. <laughs> I have to use like a hundred and ten percent of my brain power just to say those three <laughs> words. It's it's hard. It's... <laughs> Because a lot of people, I can't remember if it's like Lemmy that did that, because he, he's a very famous Scottish comedian who runs a Twitch channel as well, I think in the last couple of years, and he said that as well, but he just absolutely fumbled over these words for good reason, because this accent is not made for those three words. The first time I heard about it was on uh, Top Gear, when I was watching it forever ago. It's the same as uh, the Germans can't say squirrel. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. It, uh, next time you talk to a German, ask him to say the word squirrel. They can't do it. Great. Now I need to find like a German content creator, <laughs> have a very profound conversation about something, then be like, you do a Columbo. Oh, one more thing. Can you say squirrel? We've been talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for the last two hours, but could you say squirrel real quick yeah. for me? <laughs> Just disconnects really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! But on that note, thank you, Slade, for coming on. Oh, this has been a this has been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, honestly, no, it has been, and you're definitely welcome to come back if, if this hasn't scared you off. That is. <laughs> no, well, we want to have you on the Game Club Pod at some point. We'll have to figure out somewhere in the schedule to slide you in. Oh, I'd definitely be up for that. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah, we we would love to have you on. It would probably be easier to schedule with Joey and Tim. 
being that they're British. And, you know, I'm on the other side of the pond. That's always our scheduling nightmare anyway. <laughs> that is the worst thing. I will say that. That is the worst thing about, you know, making friends with, like, other podcasters and content creators. Because you're like, oh, this person's so amazing. And I have interviewed, like, people from across the world. And you know that meme where it's the woman with all the calculations and things around her head? And you're trying to figure out the time That's zone. exactly that. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out the time difference. Because I interviewed a very amazing streamer called Glitter Kitty and she comes from Australia so oh, gosh. that was I mean it was an amazing interview totally worth it but it was so hard <laughs> to try and like make the stars align and try and get the right yes. time and you're just like oh my god it's difficult but when it all falls into place it's absolutely worth it to be fair oh absolutely but yeah before we finish for the very last time where can these lovely listeners at home find your content the easiest place to find me is over at the video game club where once every two weeks we discuss a video game not too dissimilar to a book club uh i don't know when this is coming out but i'd assume our most recent episode is persona 5 the royal uh they can also find me over on twitter and twitch at slade plays games slade's life on instagram thank you for that sorry <laughs> no yeah i was about to say that's it for the plugs yeah. <laughs> i know because i always wonder when someone stops and you're like is there more or <laughs> do they have somewhere else there they're gonna advertise just like that gif of the person going go on go on <laughs> i was thinking of the one that's like well we're waiting <laughs> yeah, well but yeah if you haven't checked out slade or indeed the video game club podcast seriously go check it out it's absolutely amazing content and yeah amazing host a bit so yeah go check it out thank you i think we have a pretty good time oh yeah no <laughs> I, I would agree i was actually listening on the day of recording this i was actually listening to your outlast episode and that was just a blast i was gonna say i listened to y'all's new episode today the sonic one. Oh god apologies <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the the comic was so crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I just had to double check the like title of the episode, make sure it was y'all weren't talking about a sonic shoe. It's like really this happened oh yeah well if you look at the comics before what they are today oh my god they just they're wild <laughs> just, I, mean, I, I can't sum it up in like two minutes but they are just absolutely insane you think attack on titan's crazy <laughs> you think attack on titan try like trolling through hundreds of articles where it's like oh did you know that knuckles has like a family tree the size of a token character or there's a woolly mammoth in a suit or charmy the bee takes lsd and gets a lobotomy <laughs> you would think i was joking when i said that oh haha that's very funny it's like no no no, no not just like everyone's laughing and i've just got tears down my cheeks like <laughs> yeah these kids they'll never know <laughs> you look like aaron when he woke up from that nap under the tree or he's just crying <laughs> like, yeah. that's exactly what i'm like <laughs> just biting my hand not because i'll turn into a titan but i'm just so sad <laughs> <laughs> and on that depressing note if you would like to see more chatsu content <laughs> yeah you can catch us on podpage.com forward slash chatsunami or if you want to listen to us on your handy dandy apps you can listen to us on spotify itunes and yeah really any good podcast up look for the red panda under the name chatsunami and yeah we'll see you there thank you again for having me and thank you again for coming on it's been a, <laughs> it blast. a blast it has it's been <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> but until then stay safe stay awesome and most importantly try not to get eaten by titans people won't be happy so someone don't, will... don't join the survey court don't do it don't <laughs> don't buy capes that's what we're saying <laughs> over an hour and a half and we're saying don't buy capes that's a summary <laughs>